Hi, my name is Hadassah. I am a staff writer for Avengers Africa. Today, I will be telling you about a story I worked on recently. It's about how NGOs are tackling rape culture and sexual violence in Nigeria and the many challenges they face. Rape culture and sexual violence are endemic issues in Nigeria. I mean, one obviously foils the other. Every day when we turn on the news or we go on social media, we see stories about rape and other forms of sexual violence committed against women, men, even children and babies. Now, the way we respond to these stories are always telling. Our responses expose us for exactly what we are as a society, one that trivializes sexual assault, one that seeks to silence victims, and most significantly, a society that does not understand consent when it comes to sex. And because the government does not seem to care about addressing these issues, individuals have taken it upon themselves to establish rape crisis centers, set up sexual assault referral centers, and even go as far as creating educational programs and workshops to tackle the problem. For my story, I spoke with the founders of three different organizations, Uche Umolu of the Consent Workshop, commonly referred to as TCW, Ayadeji Oshobi of Stand to End Rape, popularly known as STER, and Dr. Da Silva Ibru of Women at Risk International Foundation, which is WARIF. All three women are addressing the same issue, but they are doing it with slightly different approaches. Now, while WARIF and STAIR are mainly survivor-centered, providing medical and psychological treatment, legal aid, and shelter for survivors of sexual violence, TCW's approach is preventative, which I think is super important. You know the common saying, prevention is better than cure which simply means it is better to try to keep a bad thing from happening than it is to fix the bad thing once it has happened. This is what the Consent Workshop TCW is about. It's a youth-based grassroots organization that teaches consent education, race policy awareness regarding rape culture and sometimes also provides resources for survivors of sexual assault. I spoke to Umalu, the founder and executive director of TCW, back in February, and according to her, she established the organization to fill the gap in our conversations on sexual assault and anti-rape solutions in Nigeria. So people talk about, you know, sexual assault that's going on, the rape issues. Like you hear stories every single day. So at this point, it's not like people are not aware, they're aware. But no one is really focusing on solutions at all. 
So there are a lot of um, sexual assault, um, there are quite a few sexual assault centers that you can go to if you're raped in Nigeria, but there's not a lot of how do we solve the problem, like the fact that we ha- don't have any consent, like we don't have any consent education curriculum or even sex education curriculum in Nigeria's schools or anywhere else. To educate people on consent, TCW organizes workshops in colleges, tertiary institutions, religious organizations, and communities across Nigeria. The workshops are generally interactive sessions on sex, cultural attitudes towards sex, the boundaries of consent, recognizing sexual violence, and the significance of active bystanding. Having these dialogues are meant to help youths unlearn harmful behaviors and also help them make healthier sex-positive decisions that would consequently upset rape culture. But unfortunately, Umolu said conducting these interviews can be quite difficult. Now, one would think that the mission and objective of the organization would open doors for them, but that is not the case. Instead of people coming to us, most times we find ourselves coming to people, asking them to let us in the doors. That's what even makes our work more difficult and more complicated to maneuver. Because if we want to go to a school, for example, we have to reach out to the school. We have to make sure the school even wants us in there. And we're not just talking um, secondary schools, we're also talking about universities as well. Sometimes these schools renege on agreements and even withdraw already scheduled invitations to have consent workshops in their spaces. Umalu blames this problem on foul conservatism. I will explain. So, we are intersex, but we are not sexually liberated. I am talking about Nigerians now. And it's one of the most ridiculous things that we shy away from conversations about sex. It's a taboo subject and this explains why schools do not have sex ed curriculum. It also explains why they would not allow organizations like TCW into their spaces. We go into schools over there, we have to like beg ask convince <laughs> like it's it's very tiring like i can count on my hands how many secondary schools we got into last year because it was so difficult to actually recruit the schools they would say come in today or we'll come in and they'll be like no nope, we'll change our mind we actually don't want you here or the parents don't think like there's just always excuse a reason as to why they do what they do it's it's very frustrating but what can we do Another obstacle to the organization's work is how institutionalized rape culture is in Nigeria. So teaching teenagers and young adults consent is great. But then what happens when these young men and women are sexually assaulted by people in a position of power? For example, What happens when college students are assaulted by their teachers or when a lecturer solicits sex from a student in exchange for grades? A further limitation to TCW's work is the lack of government interest and support in tackling rape culture and sexual violence in Nigeria. When the Me Too movement started in the United States, The government participated, 
public officials actively took up the issue and a sexual harassment bill was passed in Congress. That really happens here. Nigerian politicians do not seem interested in this sort of conversations. For organizations like TCW to succeed, there has to be a lot of collaboration and conversations happening between them and policymakers. The government needs to actively get involved in dismantling rape culture and sexual violence in Nigeria. For instance, a National Sex Offenders Registry launched last November. That is an example of what happens when the government leases. But for that to even be effective, a lot has to happen. The criminal justice system needs to be reformed. The police force will have to step up in the way it handles sexual violence cases. Thankfully, organizations like WARIF are organizing law enforcement sensitization programs to educate police officers. You can learn more about this in my story. The judiciary also has to be reformed. As a matter of fact, the entire system needs to be revolutionized. The truth is, people in the grassroots can talk about these issues all they want and try to change it from the ground up. But without a political commitment or government intervention, nothing will change. The change has to be systemic. It has to be internal as it is external. To succeed in dismantling rape culture and sexual violence in Nigeria. Everyone needs to get involved. It is not something to be left to the government and civil society organizations alone. You do your part by educating the person next to you, create awareness and start conversations in your little space. Become an active bystander. Now, active bystanding means that you do not just witness a situation, you take steps to speak up and step in to disrupt a problematic situation. If you see someone getting molested, please do something. Do not look the other way. And that's it for this episode of The Gist by VA. To learn more about the other organizations I wrote about, visit VenturesAfrica.com. The title of the piece is Tackling Rape Culture and Sexual Violence Amid Societal and Systemic Limitations. Kindly share this podcast. Also, subscribe to The Gist by VA on Anchor and follow us on all our social media platforms. It's Adventures Africa on Twitter and Instagram and simply Ventures Africa on Facebook and LinkedIn.